Hey, podcast listener. Are you working so hard you wonder if the money is even worth it? If you're like most CPAs I work with, you have way too much to do, you feel relentless deadline pressure, and worst of all, you feel torn between serving clients and being with family. What if I told you you could work a 40-hour week without losing a dime? I know it sounds impossible, but my Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is designed for CPAs just like you who want to get their lives back. Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind is launching soon. In it, you'll learn how to start getting your time back week by week, make your workload manageable while still bringing in plenty of revenue, what to put in your packages and how to price them, and so much more. Don't leave your future to chance. CPA Mastermind will get you on the same profitable path you've been searching for. With unlimited coaching, your success is guaranteed. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there. Welcome to Epic Business Growth for CPAs. My name is Geraldine Carter, founder of She Thinks Big Coaching. This is the place to be if you're a CPA who wants to grow your accounting practice. Weekly episodes are full of strategies and action steps that create a clear path for growth without working harder. Time to get inspired and grow your business. Hi everyone. I wanna talk to you today about adding advisory services because it seems like you can't swing an umbrella these days without hearing somebody talking about adding advisory services to your accounting practice. I wanna take a swing at it with my umbrella and share with you my perspective of what I see from the outside looking in, what I hear from other business owners, some of whom are my clients, because I do coach a few people who have businesses who are not CPAs, and what I hear kind of out on the streets about what business owners want from their CPAs, as well as from the inside, watching my clients want to grow their income, want to get more time back, knowing that there's this sort of nebulous thing out there called advisory services that they maybe can and should be providing, but they can't quite get to it, and organizing all these thoughts so that at the end of this episode, you have some clarity around which steps you need to take next, if including advisory services in your practice is something you want to move forward on. So I want to start out with a couple of stories. And for the first one, I want you to picture me with somebody on my right and somebody on my left. And on my right, it's as if I hear my CPA client saying, there is so much advice and guidance I could provide my clients. I see them making mistakes and I know I could help them avoid those mistakes. I see opportunities for them in their business that they don't see for themselves or that they're missing or that they just don't know how to capture. I see all kinds of ways that they could gain efficiencies in their businesses to save them money. I see revenue streams that I think they might do well to stop doing. I see all kinds of ways that I see my clients getting in their own way of their own growth and revenue generation. And I just wish that there was a way that I could tell them. I just wish that there was a way that I could share with them some of my expertise and all that I have learned over the years of watching business owners in their businesses. So in my other ear, imagine that I hear business owners telling me, I am dying for advice and guidance from my CPA. 
I would so love if they would help me see the things that I'm not seeing in my business. I would so love if in our meetings, they would tell me the things that I should be looking out for that I don't know to be looking out for. I would so love it if they would tell me the questions that I should be asking myself. I would so love it if they would tell me what I should look for when I get my profit and loss every month, because as it is, when I get it attached to my email, I print it out, I look at it and it looks good to me, but I don't really know what to do with it after that. And I would love it if we could walk through it every month for a couple of months until I got the hang of it so that I knew what I was looking for. Because I know that my numbers supposedly paint a picture, but I'm really having trouble being able to see what that picture is. And sometimes I get so buried in my business that I have a hard time rising up above it to be able to look out into the future to see what's coming. And I would especially love if they would help me with cash flow. Because I know I'm going to get paid by this vendor over here, and I know I'm going to get paid by that vendor over there, but I don't know exactly when, and I know I'm going to have these expenses going out, but I really don't know how to think about when I'm going to have that money and when I'm going to not have the money and what needs to come in when in order to have the money in order to cover the expenses. And I would really love somebody to help me figure out my cash flow so I'm not always sweating whether or not I'm going to have the money to pay the bills on time. I feel like my CPA has the ability to see this landscape, this broader landscape out in front of me. And I'm stuck down walking in the tall grass. And I would love if they could help point the way and show me what direction to be headed in and show me what obstacles that I might want to be keeping an eye out for and plan ahead to be able to go around or handle those obstacles efficiently. So here I am in the middle, hearing the CPAs in one ear telling me just how much expertise and knowledge they have and a desire to guide their clients in their businesses. And on the other hand, in my other ear, I have these business owners who are dying for this expertise and this guidance. And part of me, and I say this in jest, right? Sort of. Part of me wants to sit down and be like, you guys really need to talk to each other. But I realize that's not as simple as that. But what I see on your behalf is an opportunity to provide something to your clients that they are desperately wanting. And it makes me ask, what is the disconnect? Where are the disconnects? And my general take on where the disconnects are, are in a couple of places. The first one is that once you know how to do something, it can be very difficult to remember what it was like before you knew how to do that thing. So once you know how to ride a bike, it's really difficult to remember what it felt like when you didn't know how to ride a bike and you would get on it and it would feel all wobbly and you'd turn the handlebars back and forth to try and keep yourself from tipping over and to try and fix, you know, and to try and coordinate the pedal strokes with how you, how tightly you hold onto the handlebars, all that muscle memory that happens so automatically once you know how to ride a bike, you forget what it was like before you had that. And you forget that wobbly feeling. A similar version comes to mind around learning to speak languages. So if you speak another language, this one might resonate for you. My mom is French. She taught my brother and me to speak French growing up. 
we have a ton of family in France. We go visit them. And not all of my family members, though, my American family members speak French. So John doesn't, John speaks a little bit of French. My dad speaks a little bit of French. The funniest way that this plays out is say I'm talking to my aunt on the one hand who's French and doesn't speak very much English. And then John is on my right. And she says to me something that I think I'm supposed to go and translate. And I turn and I talk to John and he's just giving me this blank stare. (laughs) And like three sentences in, he's like, um, you know, you're speaking to me in French, right? Do you want to switch to English? And I'm like, oh, oh, right. God, sorry. For those of you who have ever been in this situation, it can just be like, you're so immersed in both and it's all happening so quickly that it takes extra care and attention to be like, okay, who am I talking to and which language do they speak and what speed do I need to speak at so that this works? And what I think sometimes happens for CPAs is that they just innocently, like totally innocently forget. And their client is looking at them from across the desk and their eyes have glazed over and they're like, um, (laughs) could you speak to me in English, please? Right. And you're like, oh God, right. Sorry. Sorry. Let me slow down. Let me do that over in plain speak. So this is one of the places that I think that there's a disconnect between you and your clients, is that it's really easy to forget what it's like to not know something once you know it. And we just assume that everybody's up to speed, right? Like we just, and it's not even that you make a conscious assumption. It's just that it's so fluent for you that it's hard to remember consciously that other people aren't keeping up with you. So this might be happening in your meetings with clients. You forget to ask yourself, what do they not know? And where do you need to bring them up to speed? The second place is in knowing that they need and could definitely benefit from advisory services, but not knowing how to go about packaging it up and offering it. My own clients tend to give away bits and pieces of advice as needed as fits the context, and they end up giving away a lot of great advice. And that's awesome. The client gets a good bit from that. But the client also needs a lot more than just the sort of bits and pieces or the crumbs that you happen to toss out. Chances are good they could use something that is much more structured, much more regular, much more systematic to help them reach their goals in their own businesses. So the third visual that I have for you is a knot of string or a knot in your niece's hair. And one of the things that happens when I'm working with my clients in talking about advisory services is that they have a hundred different thoughts about how do I do it? How do I price it? Where do I start? Or how do I suggest it to my current clients? What if they don't want it? What does it include? What does it not include? What's the implementation process? And their thoughts get knotted up. And the more they try and think hard about it, the tighter the knot gets. In the same way that if you've ever had a knotted up ball of string, the more you pull hard on one string, the more you tighten that whole knot. Or if you've ever tried to brush a person's hair that has knots in it, the more you push down hard on the brush, the more you tighten the knot in the hair. And the way to undo the knot, the way to get the knot out is to gently pull it apart and kind of massage it gently from a bunch of different angles to create space 
among the string or the strands of hair to create space among the thoughts so that they can begin to slide and they can begin to unlock and you can begin to tease it all apart. So this is one of the things that I do with my clients is to help space out all the different thoughts and all the different questions that they have about the process of designing, packaging up and delivering and implementing advisory services, right? If you think of all those thoughts all fast at once, it's just going to get knotted up. So we space that whole thing out into all of its different pieces and just go one by one, one at a time and pull it apart slowly and untangle it. So I said to you at the beginning that what I wanted for you from this episode was to walk away with the first places to start in the process of adding and delivering advisory services. The first question that you need to ask yourself is, do I actually want to add advisory services or not? Because if the answer is no, then you can dispense with the whole thing, right? Nobody says that you have to do this. Is there pressure? Is it a message that is out there in the marketplace? Yeah, of course it is. Do you have to do it? Not necessarily. Certainly, maybe not right now. Maybe now is not the time. Maybe you want to do it, but not yet. Maybe it's for 2021. If that's the case, then give yourself a free ticket to get off your own back and stop thinking about it. If the answer is yes, you want to add advisory services and you just don't know where to start, the first place to start is to block time on your calendar. I just had a conversation with Adrian Dorison from Clockwork, and we talked a lot about doing a time audit so that you know where your time goes. Because a lot of people say that their time appears to evaporate. And once we can get intentional about our time, we can get intentional about where we allocate our time and focus to grow our business. And scheduling time on your calendar to begin to think about, plan, design, build, implement advisory services, if it's going to bring in tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars into your business and revenue, that is time worth spending and time worth blocking on your calendar. Even though you may leave that two hour block of time with quote unquote, nothing to show for it. You might not have it all figured out in two hours, but you will have started the process of thinking about it and giving it shape. So start with blocking time on your calendar. And when that time on your calendar comes around, here's what I want you to think about. What advice am I already providing for free? Now envision your top clients, not your ideal clients, but your top clients, the ones you love doing work for. They might be your highest revenue generating clients, but they might be middle of the pack revenue generating clients, but you love working for them. What advice and guidance are my top clients looking for that I bet would be super useful to them and I'm withholding for whatever reason, giving it to them? And then the next question is of your current clients and maybe people who you would like to have as clients, what kind of advice and guidance would you love to get from your CPA? Because they know they're going to get hindsight. Depending on what you do, they might get oversight. But really what they want is insight and foresight. 
So you need to figure out what that actually looks like for them. So we can't get into the how we deliver this until we know what we're actually delivering. So that's the first part of the process is figure out what it is that your clients want delivered when it comes to advisory services. And then you can get into the how. How often? Every month? Every quarter? Every year? Every six months? How do we deliver it? In person? On Zoom? Via email? How do I price it? Is it $50 a month? Is it $500 a month? Is it $5,000 a month? Are there different prices for different offerings? And how do I roll it out? Do I offer this to my sort of middle of the pack clients first as a way to sort of kick the tires? Do I offer it to my top clients first because they're the ones who I really want to serve the most? Or do I offer it to my new clients first as a way to test the waters before I go back and offer it to my top and then middle clients? These are all excellent questions and they won't get answered if you only give it eight minutes or six minutes or 15 minutes of your time and attention in the between spaces between meetings. So to recap, the three disconnects and places that I see that I think CPAs, my clients included, get tripped up are knowing things that they now know and have forgotten what it's like to no longer know. The second one is really understanding the need and the benefit and the value for your clients. And the third one is being able to undo the knot of thoughts that bounces around in your head and is all tangled up. If you're ready to take some more steps forward on this advisory services topic, Know that I'm doing a webinar on Wednesday, December 18th at noon Eastern. If you want to find out more about it, you can go to my website, shethinksbigcoaching.com for more details and how to sign up. And the last thing is, if you know a CPA, would you help me and share this or any other episode with them? Sharing episodes is how people find out about this podcast. And it does mean a lot to me when you pass it along to somebody who might benefit from the content. And remember that when you share an episode, you look good because you're helping somebody. So you win. They win because they're getting something of value. And I win because I'm getting more listeners. So when you share an episode, we all win. And know that I would love to hear from you. I love hearing from podcast listeners. Because here in my office, it is nothing but crickets and my meowing cats. So if the moment is right, do send off an email to me. All right, everyone, that's it from me. I will see you next week. Hi again. Would you rather spend your weekends outside playing or at your desk? In Down to 40 Hours CPA Mastermind, we put an end to overworking while maintaining revenue. Go to GeraldineCarter.com to learn more. Dates, times, pricing, it's all there.